Y'all know what time it is, y'all. Let me tell you what time it is right now. It's 1242 mm. Central Time, 142 Eastern Time. You know, we get it in regardless. Two brothers. Two brothers from Sea Hills, man. You got to get the cloud round of applause going right. Welcome to the Two Brothers from Sea Hills. I'm your co-host, Troy Smith, and you got the major host, Pastor, a.k.a. Trevor Jackson. Trevor Jackson, but a.k.a. Snake the Great. I've been bumping oh, my Snake please. the Great. Greatest hits. I was listening to the uh, you know, I was listening to it's the it's, it's the what's what, let me go to it now. I'm gonna say the greatest hits, but it's the other one, it's the un the unreleased music. Mm. Immaculate. 20 year anniversary. They they don't know about oh, oh did I let it out the bag dog? No, you you it's cool, it's cool. They're gonna, sure? they gonna know soon. They, they, okay, they gonna I'm know so, soon. Well, guess what though? I feel good, I feel privileged that I actually get to listen to it first. Early. Early, go ahead and get my get my listening early. That's what happened when you got the yeah. plug. You the man of values, so I need the man with the values of pain. And, and you know look, and, and, and I'm and I'm loving it because you would think, you know, because this, this is unheard music, uncharted music right now, man. This music hadn't no one heard. This the unreleased. Mm. I mean, you had like a thousand mixtapes, and you had unreleased music still left. You like Tupac, weren't you? Man, it's so much music. It's ridiculous, man. It's so it's much a music. It's it a, a lot, lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know yeah, it's But a what's lot. been going on, my brother, though, man? We we missed a week on them. We missed a week on them. I'm hoping that people actually missed us. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, me I'm, too. I'm, I'm hoping that people actually say, you know what, man, where y'all at, man? We missed y'all. I'm hoping y'all missed us. And then we coming back for you to give it to you one more again. Yeah, that's right. I had a couple of people inbox me talking about it. Where are the two brothers from Sea Hills at, man? Did they, they start did, sharing old shows and everything? Did they, did they like, do oh, a drill? Did they really do that? Yeah. It was just a couple. It was a couple. I wish it was 10,000. It, it but it don't matter if it's only two. It don't matter. It don't matter if it's only one. That's right. That's that means right. somebody is getting the picture. That's right. That's right. They they getting they they peeping the swag. They realizing that the chemistry is growing. The yes, two sir. brothers, this is yes, the sixth sir. episode. Yes. Okay. And, okay. Okay. Yeah. Six yeah. episodes, six episodes. This only six. Seems like we've been doing it for longer than that. A month, a month, three weeks, month, three weeks, a <laughs> month, and three weeks. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties on the You know, let me, tell you, let me tell you, let me tell y'all something, dog. We had a, a mm. immaculate show last week. Yeah, it, it was. It not only that trail. We read some constitutional stuff. <laughs> we broke out the constitution. Yeah, we broke down some laws. We broke down a whole lot, man. It was deep. Yeah, and then, and then, and the trail, the past messed up. And then the trail, the trail, because we try to do something different. Guess what we try to do, y'all? We try to do the visual. 
The video yeah. was looking crisp. He got his – we worked about 15 minutes on his video looking good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My camera, my old camera was looking nice. Yeah. And the trail called Pastor Jackson called me 20 minutes later and said, fam, you ain't going to believe this. I said, don't tell me you didn't record. He said, dude, it didn't record. An hour and 12 minutes of strength. And I'm still sick. Still sick. So, hey, you know what? I'm we had a, sick, sick. We had, we had to postpone it. Because some people, you know, they do a big thing. They just bought a crib. Mm. Give it up for him. Doing it big. Yeah, at the, at the projects, even though I ain't in the project, <laughs> yeah, I'm in a nice apartment, but this the projects compared <laughs> to where we're going. <laughs> so congratulations <laughs> on that. So we had to we had to postpone it, y'all, but we're back with some deep stuff. We and guess what we got? We got our first ever guest on the show, though. Mm, I'm ready for him too. Dropping some dropping some knowledge. Nino Black gonna come on in a couple minutes, but before we do that, we gotta make sure that. Pastor Jackson and I get caught up and let you guys get caught up with us because we got to hear a little mm-hmm. something from the pastor's corner. Yeah. Because the pastor got something to bring to us. Mm-hmm. Pastor, really, I, I got something this week, man. Okay. For well, real. go ahead, Pastor. Let's go ahead and get on the pastor's corner. Like, what we, you got? We go to the pa- Before the guests come in, we got to get to the Troy. Uh-huh. We got to go to the, the Troy. Questions, the questions. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the pastor's corner. Okay. 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 All right. The pastor going to tell you, like, is this coronavirus? Got the companies going crazy. Crazy. Everybody ready to quit their job. <laughs> I don't care where you work at. And they ain't going back to work <laughs> either when you get that unemployment. Oh, that's about over at the it's end of you, You're right. Look, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, over. it's about over. You, you, yeah. You go back to July, two The purge coming. The end of July. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the scary thing, dog. Pastor, that's the scary thing. Because people, was even though they were feeling broke, they were starting to get paid, and it held back yeah. a lot of stuff. What do you think is going to be like yeah. then is the question. But go ahead, though. I don't, I don't know, man. It's going to be crazy when, when, when the unemployment, you know what I'm saying, come into mm-hmm. effect, when they go out of effect, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, okay, so what the pastor, the, the pastor message today was, hang in there, man. Because mm. you're going to quit your job and go to another job. Ain't gonna be just as miserable as oh. you was at the previous job. Not all these stuff. company, yeah, all these companies trying to catch up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're trying to catch up, so they overworking you, putting you into six cell models. Mm. Bosses looking like workers. They out there working now. <laughs> they trying to catch up. You like, oh, I know you got busy like that. You know what I'm saying? The the leadership out there looking lost because they try to catch up because the leadership they're out there doing, yeah, they out there so. moving pallets, <laughs> they yeah. moving boxes, <laughs> <laughs> and, and even in uh real estate mm-hmm. and, and other things or whatever, people like the bigs and the head honchos they coming down trying to sell a property get a commission check. Mm. I mean mm. the uh, the police chief, he out patrolling trying to write a ticket. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the it's, police chief out there doing it. Now why is that? Now why are they doing? Why is that, pal? Why they? Why the police chief out there trying to? They trying to save some money <laughs> on some hours, or you know, trying to get that, that bonus check? What they trying to do? What we talked about last week or the episode? Uh, you broke it down to me. Uh, you said you used another word. Dang, I forgot what we was talking about. Allocation. That's crazy. Allocation. Yeah. And not de- not defunded, but allocate. Reallocate. Yeah, not defund. But reallocate. But, uh, yeah, they 
Yeah, they try to reallocate the funds. They try to reallocate, yeah. put them in different spots. So he's so like, we can reallocate and put that into my pocket. <laughs> yeah. So guess what the chief got to do? Uh huh. You got you got to get twenty seven citations this month if you want that five hundred dollar bonus. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Got you. It, okay. It's 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 real. If you don't own your own business right now, and you're a working man or a working woman, you mad. You know what I'm you saying? Mad. Like. I know, I know people that's in the finance industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That work at the biggest banks in the country. Mm. They, they handed them 20 more loans. Here, you over these other, you got 20 already. Now you got 20 more. <laughs> you had to let Becky, Rebecca, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and Tammy go. Go. So you got tw- yeah. So uh-huh. we can still pay you. Yeah. Now you got to do eight yeah. people jobs is what you're saying. Because they consolidate. Yeah. They consolidate in the job. Say, hey, look, we don't have to have you here. We can put it all into one. You either gonna do it or you don't. Yeah. And I dare yeah. you go. And I dare you go find another job. Because they're gonna do you the same way. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Okay, Pastor, I got you. Hang in okay. there. Is what you saying? Hang in there. Hang in there. <laughs> Hang in there. <laughs> but listen, was, yeah. well, speaking on that though, Pastor, let me tell you though, man, it's a lot of ha- the the spikes are coming back. I mean, the numbers. Let me. What what do you think about people when they say now you because I know you're not a mask guy, you're not rocking a mask. But they guess what they did in North Carolina. Uh, What's that? Thursday. What they do? It's illegal to not have a mask. On. Stop it's it. Five hundred dollars safe. No, it's not. No, it's not. They no, it's not. That mask Dude. I got a pack. Don't make me go pick up. A no, 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 no. You no, you did. No, they did not pass it. A Mister, you got a citation. You got a mask on, bro. And you got it. I got the good ones too. You use the one time. Then the one, then the ones that don't. You can't breathe. That's the ones I got. You can't breathe in those. Yeah. You done. Boy. Yeah, yeah. You walking. You <laughs> holding your breath. You. You taking small yeah. breaths, bro. You taking small <laughs> breaths because you can't be doing a lot. Yeah. Five hundred dollar yeah. citation. Five hundred dollar citation. That, but you know what I'm thinking when they when that law passed, and they trying to find another way to kill black. Ah, uh, yeah. You, so you know what? So let's go back to, let's go right quick. Until the Thirteenth Amendment that we talked about. Okay. Let's go okay. on back into. Let's go ahead and take a little bit. So let's talk about the uh, what uh, the about uh, the the end of slavery, the the amendment of end slavery. But which I never but. faced or ever thought about until we learned over it last week. The but basically the but is big. The but is big and juicy because you ain't <laughs> realizing that that but mean you forget everything beforehand and you think about what's going yeah. on next. Let's go to the 13th Amendment right they, quick. They pass these laws and they pass these, they amend and abolish things, but they don't completely do it. So you got Section 1 of the 13th Amendment, brother. Constitution okay. of the United States of America, 1789, revised in 1992. But let's go back to Section 1 when it says, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a Punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime. Mm. So, so legally. Legally. You can actually still be enslaved. I don't wear my mask. I can be enslaved. Taking you to jail. You working, I don't, I don't, you working for the free 
for the 17 cent. 17 cent an hour. Making license uh, plates. Making, making license plates. And making them, making them, uh, making them, them uh, twisty belts. You know, that's the only time you ever see, you know somebody got that from jail when they got them belts with the, uh, back in the day that had the, the name on the initials, yeah. like the tweed. He's like, oh, yeah. you must know somebody in jail. <laughs> you hey, you want me to tell you something that, yeah, that tweet? You want me to tell you something I want to purchase that they got in jail? I, I done been to jail a few times for petty stuff. Okay. So I'm going to keep it real. You done been to jail a couple times? For petty stuff. Citations and pulled over and I'm arguing with the police. When I was young, I ain't been to jail in a long time, though. Mm -hmm. I want some of that soap. Oh, which one? What They, they make, they make that, soap? Yeah, that soap, that it got rocks in it. You be so oh. clean. You be so clean, it don't make no sense. You that, that jail soap is the best soap in the world. You be so clean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so you be so I ain't clean. Even it's ridiculous. I, I need me some of that. Yeah, I need me some of that. I wonder what's in it though. Uh, I, you know, it, you know, they it got, got a lot. Of, I watch a lot of them shows, man. They got some stuff in there, the clones and some other stuff in that thing that be kind of questionable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but yeah. I, but let me ask you this though. Trey, that's why I want to ask you though, for real. Mm -hmm. Now let's go to real quick to the music. Remember, we always talked about with all this happening, is the music gonna change? You know what I'm saying? Is music gonna change? Is, you know, is the message is gonna change and all that? So I was listening to some music, man. You 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 don't mind me asking you this because you used to be in the game. Yeah, is that yeah. okay? Is that okay? I don't, I'm whispering that now because I ain't trying to be snitching or nothing like that. But uh, what nah. we're saying, you used to be in the game, and you was yeah. a, and you've been a rapper. You were you a legend in the streets and Knoxville. You a legend, period. Not just the streets, Knoxville. Yes, Remember, sir. we talked about the local thing. We get past that. Yeah, we're on a whole other level now. Why do yeah. people could talk about the stuff in their song like you you telling on yourself? Are you not? Are you not yeah. telling on yourself? That's the truth. You telling on yourself. You literally telling. I say, hey, balls. I do this. I do that. You know. I watched the Boondocks one time back in the day, and it said that when the dude, uh, Gage Delicious, or not Gage Delicious, one of them dudes, Thug Nificent, wanted to start changing, talking about some music. <laughs> he trying to. He trying yeah. to. He, he said, hey man, we need to talk about selling dope. He said, I don't know how to do. I don't know how to sell dope. He said, just look up a yeah. YouTube. It'll tell you how to do it. Or look up a song, and it literally yeah. would tell you how to do it. You could yeah. get up, rock it up. I'm slanging this, I'm slanging. I'm thinking they used to be telling them themselves though. What what was mm -hmm. that? What is that about? I mean, I know you're telling it, keeping it real, and telling the truth. But are you not snitching on yourself? Okay, when you 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 like me specifically, I got to speak specific when I talk about it because I'm I'm the one I told on myself. I was a professional at mm -hmm. telling on myself. <laughs> you just telling on yourself and no and no records. But the reason. It's like promotion. Mm -hmm. You know how you promote your legal business. Yeah. Okay. I promote. I, I promoted my illegal business through music, and then at that time and at, at that stage in my life, I didn't know nothing else. I didn't know nothing about females. I didn't know nothing about nothing, but that life. But so, when you but when you get mad and say don't mention my name, but you said on the song, this is what I do. So they ain't got to do nothing. The police just can listen to the whole album and just say, got him. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we got him. But they got, uh, okay, but they got to physically catch you, though. Yeah, okay. That, you, can say, you can say whatever you want to, but they got to physically catch you. And then you tell people don't uh, say your name, it's because 
you think that everybody lives by this mythical code that you live by. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? When you live in that lifestyle, but don't nobody live by that mythical code. So at the end of the day, uh, people are not knowledgeable of what they're doing. At that time, when I was doing those records or whatever, I was 19, 20 years old. Like people will listen to those records when I was young. I was way ahead of my time. Okay. Okay. When I was recording those records, I was younger than what people thought. They, I was tall and big, so people perceived me to be a thirty-year-old man. Yeah. But you see, like we was talking, July the fourth is going to be the twentieth anniversary of 20th. my first album. Night. Look, first you got album. Got to put some hand claps in behind that right there. Twenty years, man. Twenty years. My first album, Game Tight. That's twenty years old. I'm forty. So me living and rapping about that lifestyle during that time or whatever, I was 20 when it came out. So I had to be 19 when I was creating it. Mm -hmm. So I just did, I didn't know no better. But if you're an old rapper, if you 25 and up, if you older than 25 and you talking about that stuff, you a fool. Straight fool, huh? But you know, but that's what, that's what got you where you were. So you had to sell it. You got to talk about it all over, over and over and over. Like that, uh, the new Jeezy, the Pyrex 20 vision or whatever, 2020 vision. Like, you know, he went back to what's helped him sell. But he ain't talking yeah. about, I guess, still slanging it. But it just, I was just thinking about it as I was listening to the tracks, you know, your old, listen to the game tight and all. I'm thinking, man, if you really want to listen to it, mean, they basically telling on themselves. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's a whole. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I, it, it's a thing about keeping it real. At that about keeping time. it real? Okay. At that time, keeping it real was like a big thing. Uh -huh. And uh, nowadays, keeping it fake is what's popping. You know what All I'm saying? Right. Being a, a fake individual because, like, uh, if you look at an artist like, I don't want to talk about 6 9 Why you don't? He's the, he's the hottest thing going. Might as well. Why not? Everybody else talking about him. Yeah, yeah. But you want to give them no I want to talk about somebody that people perceive to be real that's not real, though. Hmm. That still kind of got a real image, but he's not a real gangster. Like, how, like okay, so I'm going to just speak on me from a perspective since the uh, gang. Always best, because you never know. Everybody might try to send you something. Try to say, oh, you try to say yeah. I ain't real. You know, people try to test somebody for something. So it's always good to keep yeah. it on yourself. Me, me, when when I was making those records, I, I'm going to tell you my perspective and how I seen things. Me, when I was making those records, I was really living that lifestyle. I was promoting the hustle mm. because when I promoted it, it brought more customers. I made more money. Mm. I was oh, making okay. more and more and more. And, 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 and you I, think about rap was typically, you, when you think about hustling and rap, that's all intertwined. So. Yeah, it, it was a, a business. So it, it was bringing more people and that's like, oh, you read them those raps and all that. And then I met famous rappers. Yeah, you, you have, you got some songs, with, and you on the A by MJG when it was on Bad Boy. I heard the track. You on the yeah. hook, and you got a verse. On the Legendary. very first record. Legendary. On the very first, yeah, yeah. I still might get a little check for that from time to time. Yeah, but you it go. Might be small. It don't matter. It you own it. Small. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so. Real that uh real thing is is big because like I kept it real, but when I met those rappers, I was like, hmm, they asking me to to smoke the joint. Mm. They asking me 
for a glass of my alcohol. They asking me uh, for a, a 10 piece chicken wing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They only got 10 piece chicken wing fur. I ain't gonna speak on no names because I, I got respect for these, these entertainers or whatever. I met some big artists that people think multi-millionaires and they didn't have twenty five dollars in their pocket. No, they didn't. No, 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 no. You look, the perception is they got it. They got to leave a live an image. You mean to tell me you was around some artists that you know that you seen on BET back in the day? You know, that's big. MTV, BET, uncut, all them other start stuff. And you mean to tell me you seen them and they like, man, let me get a ten piece to actually ask you to get them something. Yeah, they asked me to get them something, and they got a, a broke entourage with them. They no, got no, a no, whole no, entourage. no, no. Now, now that's a whole, that's a whole nother, this, this is a great subject. <laughs> you mean to tell me these people got it there around them. They, 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 they broke, then they got a broke entourage around them. They spent up all their advance money. You seen this happen with your own two eyes? Yeah, I, I seen it. I seen and it. And you know what's interesting? You even told me about somebody we keep it nameless that they manager hustled you out of 10 stacks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when they, they, people that we know and seen on TV and love and appreciate, they hustling folks and robbing folk basically. For ten grand, and that's not really no money. That's a, a working man's check for two it, weeks. So. Two weeks? No, that's that's a working man's check for six months. And that was in early two thousand. You did that with no like. Okay, I lost ten thousand. Whatever. Yeah, it it, it wasn't a, the fact about the money. It's the fact that I believed that these people was millionaires. Like them calls that you see, like these artists that they see, those are not paid for with cash money. The boy. These, these rappers hurting. They've been the coronavirus been going on since February. They ain't did a live show. The Maybachs getting repoled. Them Rolls Royce Rafes getting repoled. Them them uh whatever they're driving in getting repoled. They can't afford twenty five hundred dollars a month for the car. Two mm. cars. They got two cars. Seven thousand dollars a month. A house. Seven thousand dollars a month because they ain't paying cash. That's what people think. I, they own them two cars. They own this house. No, they 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 uh, accumulating. I make a hundred thousand dollars a month in show money, so I can mm. spend thirty thousand dollars a month in bills. See what I'm saying? Oh man, look, they are they are truly budgeting, and you ever yeah, like hurt. you 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 really ever really living it? And it's like, oh man, I mean, it's this. I remember I, I first my, I first I remember I first met my a guy that I thought or some artists I thought like, man, I got the CD. You know, back in the day, you got your CD in the store, you and you promote it. That mean, like you said, like, hey, I, this guy's doing it. And if you had videos made back then on TV, on any station, yeah, you're like, okay, cool. And I remember I remember, I met my first uh, Christian artist, like one of my big time mm -hmm. Christian artists. I was just like, really like, wow. This when I first, I just got out of rapping normal mainstream, right? And I start getting yeah. to church, start getting real faithful into it. I want to do Christian rap. And, and, you know, I got in the heavy in the Christian music back before it became Lecrae them big. This is back when, like, if you was rapping, it was trash. And if you found yeah. you one good dude, in the, <laughs> if you found you one good artist that was good, you hang on to it tight. Yeah. So when I, they say, hey, man, so-and-so got a show this weekend at, uh, down here in Nashville. It's known for um, it's X and N, which a lot of people go perform at X and N down. It's, you know, it's a small mm -hmm. club. So I went down there. I'm thinking he's going to, you know, have like a bodyguards around him and all this other stuff. I went down there and actually spoke to him in his face. Gave him some doubt. Told him how much he impressed me, you know, impact my life. He signed the city for me. And that was it. I was like, I walked straight up to this guy. I'm thinking it's going to be, you know, it, it won't happen. Like, you can't even do that. And I realized these people are just like me. 
Like just just regular folks, you know, what I'm saying? regular yeah. people. Nothing different. Yeah. You know, Nothing. and 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 they just happen to have to be out they just say just out there, which you're not. They're visual. You they're can visual. visually see them. You're visually you can visually see them, they're out there, but hey, they just and me and that guy are really cool to this day. We're we're yeah. tight to this day, but the fact that I got to meet one of my guys I looked up to and like, oh, he just like me. So just yeah. like you, when you met these guys you see on BT and everything, you thought for sure. They really riding spinners, and find out they ride. They riding some rental spinners. They, they riding pretenders. Those pretenders, which I had some of my car back in the day on my old Chevy. Them little fake. You had no pretenders. Did you? I did. I did. I did. No, I didn't have a spinner. I had some some fake hubcaps like rims though. But you oh, know. the AutoZone joint. Yeah, the AutoZone joint. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. But look, so we're gonna do something different tonight though. So I got my guy Nino Black. We mentioned that we're gonna bring on. Uh, now Nino is a young guy here in Nashville, man. It really impacted me. You know, I, I'm a fan of this guy because he really out here trying to make some change, make things happen yeah. in the life of young people, man. So, and I said, hey, this would be a great platform for you to come on and share your ideas, you know, because he yeah. has a, a, a nonprofit that's called Black Achievement and Community Outreach, which is called Baco. And maybe I'm saying it wrong. So when he come on, he's gonna tell us more about it. So let's bring okay. on in. Nino Black. That's That's a, he coming in, y'all. Trevor don't even know who the heck this guy is, but he gonna know tonight. Oh, so I'm we gonna get uh, to meet Nino Black. Uh, let's see if he come on in here. Hopefully, where you at, Nino? Where you at, Nino? Let me pull up. Let's see. This is a cabinet conversation with multiple people. Let's see. This see here, two bros from Sea Hills, the Cabernet conversation. Select. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Nino, you there, Nino? Hey, man. Nino. Yo, 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 yeah, I'm here. Uh, I can't see you, man. Uh, okay, okay. Let me take my uh, quarantine mask off. And <laughs> off. Slide off in this thing. Yeah, slide off. Nino, man, welcome to the two brothers from Sea Hills, man. I'm you with my boy here, Trevor Jackson, pastor, aka. Trevor Jackson, he really not a real pastor though. Hey, you see how he oh. try to give me? You see how he try to give me that disclaimer by letting me know you're a pastor? <laughs> no, no, no. He no, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. That's not. He's not a real pastor. You know, uh, that's his nickname on the show because he be dropping, be, dropping jewels, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. I be okay, street okay. preaching. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, he a penitentiary preacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nah, I ain't never been to that location, okay. though, my brother. <laughs> hey, well, look. What's doing, man? Hey, Nino. Tell us exactly how to say. Is it Baco or B-A-C? Yeah. Tell me, yeah, is it Baco? Baco, B-A-C-O. Man, look, man. So, like I told y'all before, before Nino came on, Nino is a guy that really impacted and impressed me here in Nashville. Man, Every time I see him, he made it very clear today. He said, man, every time you see me or talk to me, you say the same thing. Like, boy, it's the reason why I like you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Say that every time, man. Every Never time, failed. man. Yeah. So, Trev, Trev, look. Trevor, so Trevor and I grew up in the same projects in Knoxville. Well, I lived in a couple of them. He grew up in one, I think, right? You only see Hills, right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, it. that's the only projects I ever lived in. But right. he, now Trevor's a street legend down in Knoxville, man. So we okay, decided okay. to do a podcast together, hop on and drop some knowledge and show how two brothers from Sea Hills from the project can still make something happen right, in life yeah. today. Right, right. Trevor? Yeah, how we made change into a positive way and, and, you know what I'm saying, just making the best out of situations, you know what I'm saying, and where we at today, because 
we both don't even have to be here to be honest. You know what I'm talking about? Man, you got man, you got fine art in the background. You got sweet Walter Red on the table. I feel you. Oh. <laughs> Do he know the brand? Does his brother know the I brand? See, I see what you man. Look, I got 24 bottles in there. I know what it is. <laughs> look at oh, that's what's, that's what's up. That's what's up. But see, see, this is the thing about it. So, so see, Trevor was a, a, a street pharmacist was his profession back in the day, and and uh, yeah. but he but he's a delivered change man, impacted lives. But he used to be a top uh, musician as well, doing music back in the day too. So, okay. this guy okay. is I see really found, breaking. Found, found follow one of the engineers that uh I used to work with in the six one five. Uh, who was that? I sent, well, I was looking. I I used to rock with Tim Hill. Ah, yeah, that's my OG, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's my guy. Ah, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Hill, legend in his own right, man. We don't get that man enough credit, but he got enough yeah. awards and accolades to prove his point, though. Yeah, that's my dog, man. That man, he the he uh Troy, he the one who produced the record uh that I did with Eight by MJG on their album, on that oh, album yeah? that they did with Bad Boy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, the record. I, I don't I don't talk about it that often no more because I'm old, but you know, I used to do music. I used to record with Tim Hill too. That's where that that's where our connection come from. Hold on, Nino. Hold on. How old are you, dog? Are you like How Moses, you? but you don't think? I'm thinking you younger than a mug, man. How old you think I am, man? Dude, I'm really thought I thought you was probably about 25, 26 or something like that. Nah, man, I just turned 37 on June 1st. Look, man, oh, happy, man. happy belated birthday, bro. I appreciate so you it, my man. age, man. You, you're not a young buck. Yeah. Nah, Y'all man. Y'all young I'm balls, not... man. Y'all young balls, man. Nah, man, nah. You know, I'm, I'm, I just got a youthful spirit, man. That's all. But bro, I'm, thinking, I'm like, man, this dude, this dude young, man. He'll be dropping freaking jewels on folks, boy. This dude smart. And this dude a grown old man. Okay, now that makes yeah. sense now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what though? You know how it go, man. I know Trevor. He can protest it. Is when you young, they think you old because you still got the same wheels and just don't have the age. And once yeah, you hit the true. age, they just look at you. Oh, you just old. Nah, it's still. I'm still learning every day, man. So you know, I'm young, yeah. but I'm old. I'm a young OG. Man, <laughs> yeah, well, look. Yeah. I'm. A, I'm gonna go and let you because you you gonna let we gonna let you Trevor go. Hey, I know he got plenty of questions. Trevor and I like to learn. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But the good thing is, so I've, I've been breaking down, telling Trevor a little bit about you okay. in regards to, you know, like some things that we talked about earlier today where I was like, man, I got to get this dude on because he he had me think about plots of the cemetery totally different right, than I right. thought before in life. But right. but before we do that, though, Nino, let's give the audience a little bit about you, man, your upbringing, where you from. and Because you, like you said, at one time, people thought it, you know, they thought you, you know, they don't even know that you don't been to, been to jail. I don't know if you don't had the right. upbringing you don't go, came from because you cut your dreads off. Right, right, right. So right. break it down to us, man. Tell us about Nino. Uh, in a nutshell, man, I'm born and raised in Nashville. Uh, my family, uh, my mother, grandmother, all come from Memphis, uh, North Memphis mm -hmm. to be exact. My grandmother ended up shooting at her brother, um, and they, she kept shooting at her brother. They kept getting into it, so they moved. They banned her from Memphis, so uh, she moved to Nashville. Um, hold on, hold on. Your granny got banned from the city of Memphis. Yeah, she got the banned city, from the, the city Memphis of Memphis. The Memphis is own country. Yeah, man, they got they got banned from it, man. She had to move her whole family to uh, Nashville, and me and my brothers, we born here, but you know my whole family is in Memphis. They from Memphis, yeah, yeah. Oh, so North, uh, North. yeah, man. So uh, I'm the middle of five. I did a lot of stuff here in the city, man. Uh, I was a, a street pharmacist as well. I wasn't a good street pharmacist. Um, 
I was over analytical. <laughs> I overthought <laughs> everything. I, I remember one time when I was uh, 18, I had an eight ball about my cousin in front of me, and I had that same eight ball in my pocket for two weeks. He's like, hey, man, give me that shit back, man. That shit going to expire in your pocket because I, I, I just – I, I just, I thought about stuff. I'm like, bro, you can't snort powder, bro. How? You got clean shoes on. There's no way. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was over analytical. I was worried. I was skeptical about everything. So I wasn't hey, good that's at That's why you still heard it all, my brother. You said what? <laughs> that's why you still heard all, my brother. That, Overthinking that is, can be you, good that, You are absolutely right, man. Till this day at 37 years old, if I'm anywhere, I could be at a Walmart. If I'm with my cousins and my family, I go, Hey, y'all, let's roll. They just leave. They don't even care. They know I'm right. They don't know why I'm right. They just go with me. It's been that way for years, man. So I, I never I never was good at that, man. I found a passion of doing music. Um, I was uh I was like fortunate enough to to almost get a record label. Uh, I got uh, eight record deal offers in 2000 and, uh, in 2008, 2008. And, uh, you know, I did music. I toured. I, I did a lot. You know, I made a name for myself doing a lot of stupid stuff in the street. Uh, Mr. Jackson can probably protest to that. And uh, so between doing music, selling dope, and just always having something fine with me, man, I kind of made a name for myself. So, and well, so me and Trevor were just talking about before, though, before we got you on, we was talking about music and how people that was because Trevor just had his, his 20th anniversary, he's gonna be dropping his album. Go ahead, Trevor, tell him about it. Well, yeah, my first, my first album I released in 2000, July the 4th of 2000. I'm just celebrating with some unreleased records, uh, on the 4th of this year, 20 years, you know what I mean? And yeah. my brother, uh, Troy asked me a question about. <laughs> snitching on yourself, break it down to the brother so he can answer. But basically, like, so so you basically, when you hear it, you go back and listen to him. Like, man, now Trevor was really doing what he was saying in his music, right? And I'm quite sure, like you probably saying in your music, right? But then you think about, it, like, aren't you not? Are you not snitching on yourself? Telling literally, I got eight balls, I got this, I got that. I'm slanging, I'm doing this, rock it up, do this, what I need to do. And it's like you just told yourself, but then you tell people, don't go snitch, right? Right? Essentially, <laughs> you know essentially. You right, but you got to think about the times, though. Back when he was doing it, the police actually had to find his ass doing it. That's now exactly they rapping and putting said. that shit on Instagram. It's right there, yeah. like whole lot. It's a whole but lot. Exactly what he said he said Troy, but one thing you got to do is get caught. They got to catch get you caught because if yeah. I'm on a song and I'm telling you I got 26 birds, the police pull me over. I got Newports. I'm <laughs> yeah. skating. Yeah. I'm seeing dudes yeah. right now on my live. Right now on Facebook, on their story, they got all the weed. And it's like, and they location probably on. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. Whole, it's, it's a whole lot different, man. It's a whole and lot then different. We didn't have, we didn't have uh, social media back then. And then when we was dropping records, I was dropping records. You had to go purchase the, the physical copy. Copy, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We went worldwide. That's when the word local was relevant. Now everybody's global. Because you know what? I pick That's up my what phone. Made that's what made me, what you just said, that's what made me stop selling drugs, man. I got pulled over by the police. I had been selling CDs hand-in-hand -hand all night. Police pulled me over. They searched my entire car. All they found was 500 CDs and like $3,000 because I've been selling CDs all night. And he went through my pockets. He searched the car. He was like, that's all you got is this. I said, that's it. He said, how much you want for it? I'm like, $10. He gave me $10. Let me go. I said, I ain't never selling drugs no more. <laughs> what you talking about? I'm, I'm rapping. What you mean? <laughs> 
in the police yeah. buying the CD. God, now what yeah, was yeah. I said, no, I'm cool. I'm cool, no. I ain't never selling drugs again. That's it. <laughs> now, who you got? Now, who notable that you actually, you say you had eight deals on the table. Who notable that you, you well, have any notable? Uh, uh, well, again, uh, you you might not, y'all might not know the difference. Well, yeah, you probably would. Um, it's major labels and you have independent labels. Like, right, for true. instance, like, you know, like, Universal uh, is a major label. Shady Aftermath is an uh, independent label. Right, right, right. So I had all independent labels. And mm -hmm. uh, Koch Records was the most notable one. Um, Koch Records, and uh, now they call E1 Records. Now, yeah. Koch Records actually um, hired me an image consultant at the time. And that image consultant ended up becoming my baby mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Cause you had swag like that. Swag. Yeah, no, no, no. She just kept seeing me naked. It was like, look, we gotta do what we gotta do. You feel yeah. me? <laughs> she just keep seeing me naked. <laughs> you feel me? So, uh, so yeah. So then uh, that, and then the other notable one that I, um, Big Cat Records out of. Um, yeah, I remember Big Cat. Big Cat Records out of uh, Atlanta, and then um, there's another. It's called Black Hand Entertainment. A lot of people from the South don't know who that is, but it's a guy by the name of Chaz. Chaz was the guy that supposedly got 50 Cent stabbed back in the day when he did that Get Rich or Die trying stuff. But at the time, Chaz uh, was had Foxy Brown on his label. That was the only like notable artist he had. But um, I just couldn't keep going back and forth to Rochester. They kept trying to send me with one plane ticket. And the first time I went, I felt unease i didn't feel comfortable mm -hmm. so when they try to get me to come back i'm like man i need eight tickets <laughs> yeah eight tickets in a rental car i ain't flying i need my gun with me so i never and that's what you say you said you always had your gun on you so you had your dreads and had your gun on you i got to man I, I you know what i've always been a little guy like this is the biggest i ever been in my life <laughs> and i got diagnosed with asthma young so when i Got too heavy to fight, man. I gotta shoot at something. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna yeah. box your ass. We gotta talk it out or let that shit go. <laughs> hey, that's the smart way of thinking. Cause yeah. at the end yeah. of the day, these young boys or whatever now they ain't even thinking about fighting. It's straight Hell shooting. Hell no, they not thinking about fighting. Nope. Yeah. Uh -uh. So, so let me ask you something though, Nino. So why do you think we automatically we all three done done music? We mm -hmm. all three rapped. Right. And we all three of you play sports. I don't know if you play sports or not. Yeah, I play football. So why do we automatically, and we, Trevor and I talked about this before, but why do we automatically go to those two different routes when we growing up from the projects? It's because it, it's we competitors. They're they all the same common theme is, is competition. You know, you got you to gotta look at it like all those things bring the same thing we all enjoy we all enjoy women we all enjoy uh, uh, attention and we all enjoy being better than the next motherfucker so it just yeah it's just that on that like in football i was faster than everybody i was smaller than everybody you know all the chilies wanted to be with me so it was you know, <laughs> same yeah. thing you feel me <laughs> because that, because that, that brought you the music yeah, yeah. So, what, so the music, so music got you the attention. Besides, you selling that to that well, police. because, because, because you know, C Hill and the projects I grew up in gave us the gift of gab. It granted us the gift of gab. So yeah. you know, you use gift of gab. You know, all of us gotta. I think about it. You a public speaker. Mm. You know what that does? That means you got away with words. Oh yeah. He a rapper. He got away with words. It's just that easy transition. You know what I mean? A man who can talk, who got the gift of gab, ain't gonna go and be a mime. He gonna, he gonna go use it. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, that's that's the truth. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's not for the go be side. He's for the use it. Like, think about it. Yeah. Every leader you know, whether it's Martin Luther King or something, they all had to give to Gab. They're going to well, use it. I'm glad you said that. Every keyword leader, which is a word you don't like. I can't stand. And you can and, and Trevor, you're gonna have to this enlighten me a little bit. And that's when it breaks. So break down why you don't like the term leader. In the black I community, apparently. I don't like the word leader in the black community because we kill them. We assassinate black leaders, period. Like uh if you think about the time span, even from Martin and Malcolm, even all the way through now. For a black man, the only thing it takes is one slip, and all of a sudden we 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 done with you. Do you not know Colin Kaepernick? All he did was take a knee, and it was people saying it was black people saying he ain't black. He ain't even his. He adopted his hair ain't even really nappy. He teased <laughs> it so it'll be nappy. It, all he did was take a knee. That's it. So. Yeah. Imagine me trying to lead a movement and create a change. They're going to kill me. I'm yeah. petrified of, like, if you call me a leader in my face, I'll probably punch you in the mouth. Because I feel like you're trying to kill me. <laughs> but, this yeah. is, but this is what's crazy, though, Nino. But in the don't, term you don't, don't do it, I, I, don't I say it. you're not going to punch me in my face on the internet. Hold on yeah. a second, Nino. <laughs> what I'm saying is this, though. But you are trying to create a movement because you're doing stuff where you're actually making a movement. Can but, I ask but you, you a but you made but you made a, a large you made a great point though. Can I ask Lately. you a question? Sure, go Can ahead. Can I ask you a question? Trevor like doing it all the time. If me and you, we here, mm -hmm. me and you, you got your fat five family members, he got his five, I got my five. We all starving. And we all looking at each other trying to figure out what we're gonna do to eat. And I yeah. say, hmm. I'm about to go over here and tear this tree down and make a fishing pole. I'm going to go out here and get this fish. Mm -hmm. What y'all think? Everybody say, nah, you know, I ain't doing it. I get so hungry to the point where I get up and I go do it. Am yeah. I a little or am I just hungry? You just hungry right now. I'm just hungry, right? That's it. Mm -hmm. When I sit back and I make the movements that I make, it's not because I'm a leader. I'm not asking you to follow me. I'm doing what's necessary for my family. But guess what? You just happen to benefit off of it because you're there. But but if you're doing but but like you said though, but the majority of the time they more likely gonna get up. Some people gonna come and follow and say, Oh, that worked. So let me go behind him. But as soon as you say the leader thing, that's when they start saying they start making every excuse of why you can't well you the reason why he only did it because I got I told him he couldn't make it. So if it wasn't right. for me, I wouldn't he wouldn't be where he at today. And I, I'm yeah. gonna tell you, I was in a group. I'm not gonna say the name of the group. And uh, it was a lot of things that needed to be accomplished. It's 50 men in a group. You see what I'm saying? It's an organization. It's 50 men in an organization. Everything that got done in that organization is because I wanted my family to eat. I got up and I did everything I felt like needed to be done. All the men that were there with me when I had the idea to do it, all they did was critique my idea. <laughs> the whole time. They never got That's up. Crazy. They never broke a branch. They never got a fly. They never got a strain. They never went and got fish. But they critiqued. They commentated my entire movement, right? Yeah. That is the that is the world that we live in. We don't have men. Like, we do not have men. We yeah. have dudes who have an idea of what menhood is. We don't have men. So That's when you fact. don't have men... You get a bunch of naysayers, a bunch of people who watching you do something they can't do. But what? But what they? But they feel comfortable though 
they would go follow a white guy though. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Let's see. Oh. Hey, what can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Though you said we don't have men. And I, I, me living in Charlotte now, and I noticed something. Because you know they call this the Queen City or whatever. That's what Charlotte is called. Right. I see women here that's like, I ain't saying, I don't even want to say what I'm about to say, but it's like they making more moves than the men. Yeah. They stronger than the men. They doing more. They working. They running businesses and owning shit. You, you know why I think that is? My opinion on that is because women do what men don't do. Mm. When a man get hurt, he go find more pussy. Oh, wait, can mm. I say that? It don't matter. Go ahead, be you. Okay, because <laughs> when a man get hurt, we go find more pussy. When a woman get hurt, she do self-care. She go mm. to a therapist. She go get her nails done. She go and spend time and learning some new shit. Like, think about it. Yeah. All the women you ever broke up with, what they do? The motherfucker went back to school. They went and done some shit that your ass was interrupting the whole time you was with them. So what they happened? They go heal. They leveled the fuck up, and we still sleep fucking pussy. That's it. So, so that's you, why. You, but you said, but you said though one thing too. You said because the fact is, you know, because oh man, you unloaded a lot of stuff though. You unloading a lot of stuff right now. You done pulled out a whole arsenal full of stuff. I'm and telling you. It. But you're right. But so what, when you break it down with guys. Why? Why is it though? You know that we critiquing twenty four seven though. Like I mean, why we? Why I me? Mean, why we gotta? Because you know what? All this going on around us, they right. all. You know, everybody is saying that the young people have no leadership. Right. So when you got a lot of people just doing a whole lot of stuff, there's no one that's actually leading to say, "Here, okay, who's going to lead us?" But you. But then you're gonna be fighting amongst each other. Say, I don't know him. And he ain't my daddy. Well, he ain't my brother you, or whatever. What you gotta understand is, if you're me and you sitting on the sideline. Mm -hmm. And we watch Trevor go up for a dunk, and he go up and dunk it, fall back and bust his head, and he die. Mm -hmm. Who going to dunk next? I ain't going to dunk, motherfucker. <laughs> he just died. What the fuck am I going to dunk for? Yeah, so yeah. You see us sit back and go, Jay-Z is Illuminati, and Oprah don't like black people, and Khaled Kaepernick ain't even really black, and such and such, such and such. Who going to leave? I don't want to do that shit. I just seen what you did to that nigga. No. Yeah. 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 But, but, but you right. He risked his career. And I, you know, he risked it. He risked his whole career. And we still was like, I he ain't for the movement. He sold out. I, like, think about it. <laughs> Who you said some shit. I, you said some shit that I, like, I got to ask y'all this question. You said, I asked a white boy something the other day. I want to see what y'all perspective is on this. I asked a white boy something because we're talking about Kaepernick and uh, him being black, right? So why when, if you got a piece of black in you, you black? All why, they black. The why they can't be white? Why they can't be white? Rule, remember, it's a three-fifths rule back in the day. Right. If you got a drip of blood in you that was black, you are black and you, you're black. Yeah. But why they can't be white, though? See, because you're black. The three-fifths the, 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 the rule, though. I don't, look, I don't look at it like that. And the reason why I don't look at it like that, because I've been able, I've been privy to travel and move around because you got to think about it like this if you go like say for instance you from centerville tennessee where the population is less than one percent of black people when you come to nashville you white motherfucker <laughs> you talk white <laughs> you like white girls you don't put salt on shit you grew up in a place where ain't it you white right but 
don't know. I just feel like your I don't think your skin, I don't think like if you mixed, I don't think your I think it's what side of you you decide to go go with. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, got mixed yeah. people who act black, talk black, live black, but you got also mixed people that they just white. I think it's more of a perspective and not so much as a skin pigment as it comes to you know what I'm saying? Mixed yeah. people. That's just how I look at it. I don't know. Well, I mean, so, I mean, I, maybe I'm saying it wrong about the three-fifths rule. I guess three-fifths rule is about the person, uh, a slave being worth a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's one drop of blood, though, is like where if you got a drop of black blood in you back in the day, you was considered to be a Negro. A Negro, period. They ain't straight blood. There wasn't no in-between, straight in-between, none of that. Yeah. So my thing is, though, so you got this, is it safe to talk about the pamphlet you got coming out? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can go because ahead. that's that that inspired me a lot. The fact that when we talked on the phone, like man, I might want to get involved with helping this brother get this done. But you're talking about the pamphlet, you know, that's basically the, the survival booklet. Right. Talk a little bit about that because that's that's deep. I mean, like the you know your uh, Miranda writes in it, just basically how to survive. Like what we heard when we were little, you're right. now putting it out there now is a perfect time for people to how to survive it. Talk about that a little bit. Talk about well. It. Well, I'm gonna say. I don't know about your neighborhood, but I wouldn't, nobody in my family ever taught me this shit. So nobody taught me, you know, you said growing up, the stuff. I mean, I know, I, but they told, they told, my mom told me, now she, my mom was a single parent. So yeah. she like said, this is what you do. You don't do this, don't do that. And Trevor, yeah. I don't know, did you have the same conversation back in the day with your granny or mama? Hell no. Nah, I was annoyed. I seen it. I looked oh, out the window. It? I seen the shit. I was, I was annoyed. Yeah, I was paranoid. I was like, "Damn, they slamming nigga, they, they yeah. this and that." Oh, hey, I know how that. They ain't stop you from go getting that bag, though, did? <laughs> hey, but I you know what's crazy? You know, but he was caught. But that's another thing. We and Trevor talked about that. He was an overthinker too, but he knew the consequence. Cause, like you say, yeah. how would you do it? But he said, "I knew the consequence of what I was doing." Yeah, and that, and that, and that's most. Without saying the word, that's most leaders, bro. We know the consequence of what we doing, and we we don't outweigh the option, and we like. Cool, I take it. I can do eight. <laughs> yeah, I can do eight. Yeah, when I hey, when I was nineteen, I went to go re up with my uh with my brother. I went to go re up, and I was like, hey, I need, I want to double it. And he said, okay, look, the time you gonna get with this ain't gonna be the same time you are gonna get with this. So oh, he broke it down. Make the decision. I was like, well, give me what you got me last time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. uh, the whole purpose, the whole purpose of the uh, of the of the it's called the survivor guide, the black survivor guide. What made me think of it is so often, so many times you hear about police killings, you hear about this, you hear about that, a thousand police killings in 2019. And you ask yourself, or I ask myself, if they don't want to kill us, why not tell us what to do not to get the fuck killed? See what I'm saying? Mm. Like why, like why not tell us what to do not to get killed? For instance, if you are a bus driver and every day you see somebody not standing on the bus and you keep passing his ass, eventually you're going to stop and say, hey, get on. The reason why I keep passing you because your ass ain't standing by the real bus stop. I've <laughs> yeah, seen this yeah. happen before. But the police is taking whole lives and they ain't came out with nothing to tell us what to do not to get killed. Mm. Like, I found out something I ain't even know. The, um... The um, what is it called? Uh, the law that they pass for brutal force that gives the police the right to use brutal force. It changed, right? It changed to where they have their life has to be in immediate danger or mm -hmm. threat. 
That happened because in Memphis, Tennessee, in 1978, a kid, a kid by the name of Edward Garner, think about it, Edward Garner was shot and killed at 15 years old in the back over $10 and something else, but he got mm -hmm. killed. So they changed the law for that, right? So while yeah. I'm researching this and I'm going, damn, that's crazy. They shot him in the back. They passed the law. But how many times have we done heard about somebody getting shot in the back and getting killed mm -hmm. by the police? How many times? So yeah. you got to ask yourself, is this, if this is a law, how do some of them get off? Do you know how some of them get off? If you go look at all the cases in which they won and they didn't go to prison, it's because when the person was running away, he looked back. Oh. When he looked back, guess what the police say? I, th I, th I, thought, he, I thought he was going to kill me. Oh, Think about yeah. it. Because the last dude down in Georgia, did he, he looked back because he tried to shoot the, the, the taser backwards. He looked back. Oh. Yeah. But see, see, you see how you going on. Oh. The other guy, uh, what's his name? Mike Brown? No, not Mike Brown. The uh the, the guy that got out the car, took off running, and the police planted his feet, boom, 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 and shot him in the back. His name is uh let me tell you his name. He was a forklift driver, 42, uh 41 year old forklift driver. Uh mm. okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get it. Let me get it. Sorry. Are you good? No, you dropping some knife. Now we both we all got a phone out looking it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm looking it up too. Yeah, his name is uh Walter Scott. Walter Scott. Yeah. If you think about it, Walter Scott, his case, that police officer got 20 years in prison. You know why? Because video show he never turned around. He just kept running. Oh. He went to jail. So go and look at all the cases in which the police got off. Oh, his life was in danger. He, because all he did was turn around. Think oh, about it. I'm thinking yeah. about it. You got so what it. advice? So what advice would you give to a motherfucker? If you go run, nigga, keep running. Don't turn around. Don't look. Keep running. Think about yeah. it. Think about that. Every case in which the ball was dropped, they say, "Oh, he turned around. He he re." Come on. Think about that. Your life wasn't in there. Your life wasn't in danger. He was running away. But think about it. But see, I this is what make up make us so fearful of the police that we run though because we don't know the law mm. but but, 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 I, but even if you knew it i mean so what do you say about okay finish it out because i'm gonna ask you this, i'm gonna write this okay i'm, I'm gonna finish it out my favorite movie of all time is the black panther movie not the actual one the conda one but the one from 1995 the actual black panther movie i don't know if y'all remember yeah. that not not with lorenzo tate in it uh, Lorenz Tate in it. Lorenz yeah. Tate, yeah. Yeah. Right. No, no. No, Lorenz no, no, Tate. no. I'm thinking about dead president. Yeah, you talking I'm about dead think, president. Yeah, you, no, not uh. the other guy. The <laughs> other guy that played Kane on Minister Society. He was in it. Oh, for real? Yeah. Right, right, right. But look, in that movie, I'm going to have to pull it up. In that movie, it was a part in the movie where a dude was getting beat up in the alley. And Huey P. Newton and the Black Panthers pulled up and they had their shotguns out. They had leather. They had their hats on. And the police turned around and seen him. And he walked up and was like, is that gun loaded, boy? He was like, no, it ain't. But it is now, pig. And he like yeah. started reading off all the laws to the police. And all black people looking around like, hey, man, them niggas about to get killed. Mm -hmm. And he yeah. started telling the police, 
you know, Penal Code 55621 said, thou can bear arms with one in the chamber and such and such. And the police backed away and ran away. Like, all right, okay, you got it, you got it, ran away. Mm-hmm. If you think about every time a black man has died by the hands of the police, he died trying not to resist. He knew he wasn't doing nothing wrong. He knew he didn't do nothing. So he was trying not to resist. And what happens yeah. is other police come and now he's detained. Now he's beat up, right? Now he's scared for his life. Can you imagine if he knew the law? Can you imagine if he knows I didn't do nothing wrong, right? The police told me to get out the car for no reason. Okay. I don't want to get out the car because I don't have to. Police open the door, bust the window, pull you out. Go on and get out. Go on lay down. Go on put your head down. Go on go to jail. File a report. Boom, boom, boom. You going to jail. He going to jail. He out. They going to let you out. You didn't have, you didn't do nothing wrong to be in jail. Can you imagine that? Right? Can you imagine how confident you would be if you knew the law? But but let me ask yeah. you this, then they know when you so we all done seen those videos of those people saying, Sir, sir, this you know, they saying like, sir, this is my home, sir, this is my property, sir. But you know, they going back and forth with the police. Trevor and I done both discussed this that I'm not gonna probably win this battle out here in the streets with you. I'd rather try to win in the courtroom, right? Court. So, but, uh, but, the, but you know, but when you're going back and forth, when you're being combative, that's the look that's combative to them. Like, hey, yeah. you know. D- d- this is my thing. And I know this is going to sound a little righteous, but this is me. If you get into an altercation with a police officer that is overcompensating because he got a badge, yeah. you got two options. The first option is just comply completely. Get the fuck out, lay down on the ground, put your hand behind your back, let them go. Boom. The second option is kill him. Hey, Trevor, do you not say that? Trevor said, I might as well start busting. Get the fuck out the car and kill him. Because either way it go, if you get out the car and start not complying and then want to comply, they're going to beat your ass. Period. (laughs) Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to contain you long enough for them to feel safe with the other police, and they're going to beat your ass. Again, look at every case in which somebody was beat up by the police. The police was being overzealous because, real quick, let me tell you. About two weeks ago, one of my mentees got into it with a white boy. The white boy parents called the police. My mentee parents called me. I come over. When I get over there, the police like, who are you? I'm like, I'm his dad. What's up? Like, what happened? I'm talking to him. It's It's three police officers. Two white and one he like foreign, Asian or some mm. shit, right? The whole time, one of the white police officers is antagonizing me yeah. and everybody else. So I look him right in his face and say, sir, I know what you're trying to do. And I'm going to be honest with you. If it works, you're going to have a long fucking day, right? I know what you're trying to do. If it happens to work, if you do get under my skin, it's going to be a long day for you. So just like being in a doctor's office doing surgery and the doctor say, ooh, shit, no, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. Now ain't the time for that shit. Don't do that shit with me. I'm not him, right? And I'm looking him in the eye. And I look at the other two officers and say, it's going to be a long day for you motherfuckers too. Oh, you said all all this. Yes. The mom, I can say, I'm going to send you a text. The mom sent me the text that I ain't never seen nobody talk to the police like that. But is that, is that in, because of now, though? Is that now they know that you got let cocky, or is it, like, always been this? No, nah, i always been ready to die. It ain't shit. Like, i always been, i always been that. i always, I've never, I don't fear no man. I don't give a fuck what kind of badge you got on. I'm still going to whoop your ass. And if I don't whoop your ass, I'm going to catch your ass later. So that's always been me. 
Scarface said it best. If you whoop my ass today, you got to whoop your ass every time you see me. So wherever <laughs> we at, I don't give a fuck. It's a grocery store, gas station, church, the mosque. If you whoop my ass, you got to whoop me every time you see me. So you be better off just let it out let it go. But like, I just feel like us as a people, the reason why we continue to get misled is because they know something that we don't know. They know emotional. They know we're emotional people. So that whole time that police officer was trying to antagonize me, he wanted me to say something. He wanted me to give him something. You can't do that, bro. You can't control me. I control me. But the moment I lose control, I'm going to do it to the full extent. So you better stop. You be better off just chilling out. You see what and I mean? They, and they train to match energies, too. That's what they try to do is match, match how you are at the moment. You know what I'm saying? See, I think the one thing that we fail to realize as a people is they are just people. So you guys, punk ass people that are that are police yeah. officers, you got over emotional ass motherfuckers that are police officers. The same person that you used to work with as a manager, you'd be like, man, I just want to punch him in his fucking face. You got them as police officers. Yeah. We have them as police officers. So when you say, oh, he killed the dude because he a punk. Yes, he probably ain't never been to a hunting house in his life. <laughs> 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 That's a so, fact. So are you so are you would you be considered then Nino the black angry guy? No, nah, I wouldn't be the black angry guy. What do you think? Uh-huh. Go ahead. No, nah, because I match I match I match energies. If you respect me, I respect you. Uh one of my favorite quotes, uh one of my favorite quotes from uh Malcolm X was, you know, I'm gonna be peaceful, I'm gonna be courteous, I'm gonna be all that. But you put your hands on me, I'm sending you to the cemetery. They're just dead on that. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not the angry black guy. I'm assertive. If if me telling him stop trying to stop trying to antagonize me, bro, it's not gonna work. That's me being assertive. Me looking you in your face in both of your eyeballs and telling you, that's me being assertive. That ain't no angry black guy. So you always been this. I mean, so so we growing up. What project you grew up in Nashville? Every last one of them. Every last President Taylor, everybody, Andrew yeah, Jackson, I, I, all I, of them. Yeah, Dodge City. No, I. North Second and Lane Garden. I stayed in uh, Tennessee Village at West Nashville. I got my first apartment when I was 17 in Joe Johnston. The apartment I got in 17 was supposed to be in Dodge City. But while I was moving my stuff in, I took a lunch break, came back, it was nigga breaking in. So in the house, in the place. Oh my! Yeah. Dude, what you think? What you think about now that freaking Tennessee Village being like the place where white people, everybody out there jogging and. Seven hundred thousand dollar houses. I mean, uh, man. You know, man. You know. I remember when I first came to TSU. You didn't want to go to no bring Tennessee Village. Yeah, yeah, man. You didn't want to yeah, go to man. the nations or nothing like that. Like what? Yeah, man. Oh. It's, all, all of it gentrified now, man. I, I tell. I don't even tell. I tell people I'm from Tennessee Village. They think I'm rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you from Germantown? Oh man, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. So but, I, I grew man. up. I, I moved around a lot, man. My mom was on drugs, and my father was absent. So. We moved around quite a bit, so uh, I went. To, that's why I know so many people here, man. I moved around a lot. But where'd you get? Yeah. Where'd you get this? This identity, this thought process of creating your own identity, though. Like growing up, say, hey man, I'm gonna grow up and be a knowledgeable person. This brother quoting and bringing stuff down, breaking it down. I me, mean, where that come from? First of all, I've always been like that. Me and my mom clashed growing up. Uh, me and my mom clashed a lot growing up because. Um, I always challenge shit. I'm like, nah, if that's the case, then why the hell are we doing it? Like, I always challenge stuff. And um, I think my first introduction to, like, 
what's what the possibilities are is um, I got kicked out of school because I got kicked out of every school I ever attended. I went to Job Corps twice. I mean, I went to a GED school twice, got kicked out both times, went to Job Corps, got kicked out. But when I was in Job Corps, I was like 15 going on 16, and there was people in my in my immediate circle at 16 snorting powder and popping pills and doing stuff like yeah. that. And I'm like, damn, boy, you already snorting powder? We 16, what the fuck? <laughs> and it just opened my mind up to like, damn, so like, so y'all really be living, living, like, mm, like you know? Mm. You ready to party. Yeah, yeah, man. And it just kind of made me, like, they was already in gangs. It was the whole nine. So I just don't know. I've always been a forward thinker, man. Like, even when we lived in the environment we lived, because, you know, I, I've i never lived in the projects. I've always lived across the street. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, oh, yeah. Section a, the Section A house that's right across the street from the projects, I always lived in them. So I've always had a, a vision of better of seeing something better. I remember, you know, we had a house on North 2nd and every time you started cooking, bugs would just come out. Like, like they did well. And I remember my mom used to buy us some smack, you know, the cereal smack with the frog on it. Mm -hmm. They get all the bugs in there. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't man, remember you, that. You need like a little brown, it, little, yeah, little brown, little, little brown, yeah, little brown, little brown, little cereal. You might get, you, you might get it, uh, you might look like a, think it's a roach. It's, it's a little... roach, man. Like we, I'm telling you, we used to, she used to make us some cereal. We used to sit there and look at the bowl for like 20 minutes trying to figure out. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, man, I, I've always been a forward thinker, man. It's just how I've always been, man. I don't and you, know where and you, it came from. And you think really forward, because I got two things to ask before we go. You know where I'm about to go to. You already know where I'm about to go. And I'm hoping that you're willing to break it down for us. What's that, man? Because, you know, typically when you got brothers that be like, uh, so, so what type of, what? Are you like a black nationalist or something? Are you like a black? What what are Man, you? What do you consider yourself? I'm gonna be 120 20 percent with you. I don't even know what none of that shit mean. I'm not none of that. I don't. Uh -huh. I don't subscribe to none of that. I don't even know what that shit is, man. Uh -huh. I just wake up every day and try to do some dope ass shit. I don't. I don't know. So what you, ain't, that, I don't, you ain't got to the shiki on now. You know the people that try to go. You know back to the market. You know was it Marcus Garvin? Them to my go back. To, nah, I don't. I don't subscribe to none of that. Got no labels. You don't label yeah, yourself. I don't right? even know what that is, man. You know what? Uh, a guy that I know that own a store in Antioch, man. He found out I do graphics, and he was like, "Man, can you do a graphics for my hair salon or whatever?" He's like, "We, you know, I know y'all. This is what he say. I know y'all don't really believe in black women wearing weave." I said, "Who the fuck is y'all?" <laughs> you ready? You, you ready to educate them on top? I already know you. I'm no. I'm. I'm just. He. He black. Oh I think, man. I think he think like I'm Muslim or, or some yeah. shit. He like. I don't subscribe to none of that, man. I'm. I just. I don't know. But you know, know, when people automatically go, which is, it's, it's a shame though, but when you automatically uplifting the black community, right? Like that's your main priority is to really uplift the black community. Although you don't want to be a leader, which unfortunately, like William Wallace, you might end up just being a leader regardless. You don't want it, but they put that title on you because they follow. Right. But the fact is, mm. they automatically say, oh, so you must be ABCY, you know, ABCD. You, yeah. either, you either, you know, you, you, you know, you must be trying to be African or something, you know, go to African, go back to the Africa or something, or, you know, do this and do that. And they automatically think that. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. So I'm like, so what is, what is Nino then? Because Nino is open and cool with everybody. He want to impact the black community, period. 
he go, you do everything black now. Like you support all black companies, you know, yeah. you try yeah. to do like Killer Mike, but you know, where, you know, like he did on his show on Netflix, he just didn't have no car. He, no black people got a car they own. So, you know, <laughs> nah, man. I hey, just... What you saying though, Troy, what's crazy to me is that uh, people try to put labels on people and titles on people. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the people that's like thinkers and people that's trying to better themselves and trying to learn more and, and educate or whatever, Ain't no title or no label. It is what it is. You know what right. I'm saying? That's what it sounds like with my guy right here. Yeah, and it is it's what, what it, is. it is. And he's like, so, so it's like forward thing. Like you mentioned that you you said if you black like Jay Z, oh you Illuminati. Like we automatically say, oh the reason why he's there. Let, let let me let me let me give you. I'm. A, I just want to give you a quick example. It's a black owned restaurant that I visit the first day they opened. I loved it, so I started going all the time. I never went into the restaurant. I always get the queens to pick it up, right? Mm. Recognize what he said, queens, okay, Trev? He's so funny, bro. (laughs) So, so, um, and I always advocate for it because I'm a person that if you got good service, if it's clean, I'm going to tell people to come. One day I had like 30 minutes to spare, so I actually ate in the restaurant. A bunch of people came in there from my post. They like, man, we here because of you. What's up? What's up? What's up? The owner said, oh, you Nino? Bro, you've been promoting us since the day we opened. Everybody to come here, come here because you. What do you do? I said, I don't do shit. She's like, no, you do something. You know too many people not to do nothing. I like, I wake up every day and do dope shit. She's like, that's what's up. Send me a friend request on Facebook, right? I reshared a meme that had the word ass, dick, or something, a cuss word in it. Mm. So she screenshots it, inbox me and say, hey, I'm not trying to tell you how to run your business, but if you're trying to get people to sponsor you and stuff like that, you might want to watch what you say on your social media. So I gave her my number and said, give me a call. She gave me a call and said, I don't, I, don't, I don't run a business, man. You run a business. I don't. She's like, yeah, you do. You do all this. I'm like, no, 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 no. I get up every day and do dope shit. That's your business. That's your business. So I said, let me ask you a question. How come you think I run a business? And she started telling me, I said, see, when I asked you what I do, what did I tell you? When you asked me what I do, what did I tell you? She said, you said you do nothing. I said, you know why? Because if you see me pistol whoop the shit out of somebody, you're going to automatically say, he a damn leader. He shouldn't be doing it. I'm not a leader. I'm not. So I'm going to say, big fuck. Hell yeah, you're going to see me with Crips, you're going to see me with Bloods. All the strippers know me because I'm not who you want me to be. I'm never going to be that. I can't be that. I like ass too much to be anything perfect you want me to be. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. So no matter how much you try to avoid it, Nino, I don't care. God dang it. No matter how much you try to avoid it, sir. Yeah. It is what it is. You know how you say I wake up and do dope stuff every day? You ever seen Braveheart? Yeah. Win Wallace, mm-hmm. he won't be nobody leader. I don't want to be nobody leader. But I'm guess basically. what he was? That's just they just it, 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 the legends told about him all over the world, all over Scotland, all over Scotland, all over Scotland. With the kilt on, So I thought you'd be bigger. But look, you know who you remind me of, though, man. You remind me of that dude Derek Grace. Yeah, you ever heard yeah. of him? Yeah, that's my partner. No, oh, you you look at him or you know him? You know him? I I know of him. I look at him, and we don't talk before. That's that's my guy. Cause so when you said the term queens, so you know that's what it is. Hold on, real quick before you move on to that, I know where you're going with it. <laughs> Do you not know when Derek Gray started doing it, started doing his board game? 
Mm -hmm. When he first started promoting his board game, I promoted it on my Facebook page. Somebody inboxed me, a black guy, and told me, and I can send you a screenshot, was like, hey, he a scam artist. I said, how he a scam artist? He said, because he sell the game for like $150, $200, and then you got to pay an extra such and such just to get the rules to the game. That's that's highway robbery. I said, do you own the game, or did somebody tell you this? He said, no. Nah. My partner bought the game. I said, well, can you send me a picture of that? He said, well, you ain't got to believe me if you want to. I said, no, I'm just trying to figure out why all it takes is for a motherfucker to tell you something for you to start spreading a rumor about it. Because you know why? Because he looked like a leader. That's why. You see what I'm saying? That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. Because what what? Cause you know what? Other people do the same thing. They don't, don't look like you. Again, no, 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 Troy, no, no, I no, told you this before. I know, I know that. You know, I don't care about what white people doing, man. I know, I, know, gonna... I know what I'm saying. What I'm actually on your side with this part where where it comes down to what we automatically critique. Right. If you're doing something big and you black, a typically another black person say you're a scam artist. Of course. Or or, or you ain't doing it right. Or, man, you're doing it wrong. I would have done it this way and whatever. But then it's a prime example. Prime, so you all heard of Jordan Belford, right? Yeah, Wolf uh -huh. Wall Street. No, not even yeah. go to not even go to Jordan. Let's go to uh Gary V. You heard of Gary V. Gary V. Sure, you heard of Gary V. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Gary V. Talked about how when he was younger, he used to go into people's yard, take their flowers out, and sell them back their own flowers out of their yard. Right. Mm. He looked at it as an entrepreneur. Now he's stealing somebody else's flowers out of their own garden, right? Yeah. And selling it to them. So back in the day, I remember when we grew up. When I was growing up, uh. And we used to go, you don't see these kids running around, ride around where they actually selling candy for their baseball team and all that. They ain't got a baseball team in sight, but right. they are selling, raising money for their baseball team. Right. That person be looked at as a thief. Right. And not an entrepreneur. Right. Why is that, Trill? Like Gary V can hey. grow up and tell a story about how he used to go. He literally advertised. He used to go in the, you know, steal, you know, people's, I used to go in their yard, take their flower out their yard, go to their house and sell them back their flowers. And that's entrepreneurship. What a hustle. What a great entrepreneur. And they laughing about it. But then, and it's just, but then I tell a story about how I used to be young and we used to go knock on doors and say, hey, you want to donate to my baseball team? I ain't got no baseball team. I just wanted some money, need some money. And I'm looked at as a thief. Sir, man, people don't want, people don't want to see you win at the end of no, the but, day. No, but, but I mean, that, now don't get me wrong. Is that, am I advertising said it was good? No, but I, I thought about that. When I heard Gary tell that story, I thought about, man, if I told people the stories about the things I've done to hustle to make it happen or whatever, I'll be looked at as stealing. If I, if, if, if I don't mean to cut you out. No, you good. But, no, I you want, good. But, but, but Troy, you saying two different things, actually. You're saying two different things. Okay. One is the lack of knowledge, the lack of knowledge of commerce. Mm. And the other one is just hating. Hating is where. You don't have no proof of nothing. You just passing information because it make you feel good to hate on somebody else, mm -hmm. right? What Gary Gary B V is doing, what you are doing, that's what the United States have been doing to us forever. That's just commerce. Yeah, just that's capitalism. Commerce. Man. Think yeah. about it. You gotta ask yourself, what is recycling? Literally, What's recycling. Right. Ask hey, yourself. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta stop doing that, Nina. You gotta stop dropping stuff that made what? me say, "Hmm." I'm just think about it. Look, ask yourself this: nah. What kind of phone you got? I got a Samsung. You got a Samsung. What kind of phone you got, Jackson? iPhone. 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 What's what, what kind? iPhone eight. Just say you got an iPhone what ten. 
He got an iPhone 10, new. right? He take that right now on that iPhone 10. He got a case on it. He got a screen protector on it, and it's water resistant. Why would he ever need to buy another phone? You're right. Why would we ever need to buy another phone? Well, we have to every year. Every time a new phone come out, we got to buy a new one, right? Uh -huh. And you know what happened? When you go buy that new phone, what they ask you? Do you want to keep that one or you want to trade that in for it? They recycle it. What, what they doing with the trade in, man? We Why you trading it? it in? What they doing with it? Do you know that when your phone get lost, damaged, or stolen, they don't send you a new phone? Yeah, they send you a warranty replacement phone. Yeah. Where you think that warranty replacement phone came from? It came from where he, he just gave it to you. And you gave him yeah. $20 for it. So it's the same thing of giving V taking that flower out of the thing and selling it back to you. That's it. Ask you, your house. You ain't the first person living in that damn house, that apartment. You ain't the first person living in that damn They don't change nothing, but they pay charge you the same except, price. But except if I build it. It's, it's different. Everything but, that you buy, everything it, on this world is borrowed. refurbished. It's refurbished. So your girlfriend refurbished. She ain't yours. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So since you said that, so let's go ahead and get to this plot then. You tell, <laughs> tell us the story about the plot when you said a guy came to you about selling you some insurance and, and break yeah. it down. Tell us that story because you just now, you're breaking it down now. So go ahead. I mean, it, it's just, you know, a guy was trying to sell me insurance. I told him I already had life insurance. He said, okay, cool. You could always get more. I'm like, I don't need more. My son is going to be a, a three times millionaire by the time I die, by the time he turned 26. So, I don't need no more insurance. And he was like, you know, well, you can, you know, purchase a plot. You know, you want to buy a plot, right? Don't you got a loved one you want to be beside? I'm like, okay, let me ask you a question. I asked him, I said, can you tell me, name one cemetery that you know about? And he was like, Greenwood. I'm saying, okay, Greenwood Cemetery. How long has it been there? He like, I'm 41. It's been there for like 41 years, I think. I said, yeah, you're right. It's been there. I'm 37. It's been there the whole time I've been alive. I mm -hmm. said, cool, cool, cool. Bodies decompose, right? He like, right. I said, do brass, do metal? He's like, no. I said, and you ain't never heard about that cemetery adding a new goddamn piece of land over there? That <laughs> motherfucker ain't full yet. It ain't full. So you mean to tell me out of 41 years, that same area, ain't never, it ain't never been full yet? How is it? I go to the club all the time, the parking lot stay full where ain't no place to park. But you mean to tell me that a cemetery never full? You never hear about it being full? And he looked at me and was like, damn, I ain't never thought about that, but you sell insurance. You ain't supposed to know that. It's called commerce. Hmm. Every day you get fucked over, you just don't know it. I tell people all the time, somebody walk up to me, and like this shirt I got on right here. I made this shirt myself. It says entrepreneur. I made it myself. When I wear this shirt out in public, when I wear all the shirts that I make myself out in public, people say, where you get that shirt at? I say, I make it. They go, "Would you? how much you going to sell it to me? I say, look, I'll tell you this. If you black, this is what I tell you. I can teach you how to do it for free or I can overcharge you for it. Do you know why I put it that way? Because most people who don't know business or don't know commerce, they're going to say, damn, why you going to overcharge me? How much you pay for that shirt you got on, Troy? Uh, probably about $50. I can get you that same goddamn shirt for $1.50. I I know. I'm with you. I mean, same thing with my socks. I mean, I, my sock company, everything. Dude, I will make my own everything 
But you see, the thing is, I'm not doing it individually. But I've been, I I don't have a problem going over and outsourcing that thing, get it made, and have my own logo on everything. I'm all about that. But see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. This shirt, 50 cent. I got yep. 250 of them right now. Yep. Plain black, plain white t-shirt. 50 cent a piece. You know how much this vinyl costs me? Huh? $33. And I can print up 20 shirts with this damn same vinyl. Mm. So if but you, but you said the key Gucci, thing though, key thing though. Two, you can either teach them to fish, and that you know teach them to fish, and you can eat for a lifetime, right? And people don't want to take that time of doing that though. All so, I say, Troy, is if you see me with a Gucci shirt, don't mind your damn business. <laughs> you see me with a Louis Vuitton shirt, don't mind your business. Mm. You know what made me start thinking like that? that? I seen on the news one time. I read in a news article a dude coming from New York got caught with over 70,000 pair of Jordan Dunk ones. They got them for counterfeit. They got them for this. They got them for... And I'm thinking, hell, he got it for where they make it at. How the hell he yeah. ties it counterfeit? The only thing that made it counterfeit is the fact that he had a logo on it that he didn't own. That's it. Mm. So imagine how many times you go to Ross and you see those Jordans and you go, look at them fake-ass Jordans. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, you think they fake? No, they real. They just messed up. Mm-hmm. The logo <laughs> wasn't put on. Yeah. No, the dude not, doing a layup instead of a dunk. Yeah. <laughs> they not throwing that material away. Uh-uh. They sending it to Ross. They sending, they sending it to, it to yeah. dirt cheap. They sending it to Burlington. To big lots. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's commerce. We don't think about it though. It's commerce, bro. Because it gotta get sold. Hey, ask yourself this. Have you ever bought something from Amazon? Yeah. Yeah, you lying. You ain't Today. never bought nothing. You ain't never bought nothing from oh, Amazon. Oh, you never bought no, you're right. You never bought nothing from Amazon. They just brought it to you. Yeah, Amazon don't even sell shit. Everything <laughs> you go on there is refurbished. Uh-huh. Why you think they try to sell you insurance for the shit? It's refurbished. Nothing on Amazon is new. Go look. Mm. Well, not look, in the groceries. Well, we'll be here all night. So look, yeah. this is my thing. I got two. I got, but we gotta. You gotta break. So we go back to what you said. You know, you, when people tell us something, look, don't be looking like it. You know, you know what? Ask you about it. You go know ahead, that. Go but ahead, you, man. but you said something though. You said you either gonna hear, you know, why is that silly or why is that weird because you're just going off what somebody told you. You know, when dude, you said with Derek Green or Derek Grace selling this board game. So right. why, why would you see the the importance of having two queens though? Because you automatically think you automatically think that okay, so polygamy and all other stuff and but that's you just hear it going on hearsay. Well, 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 first and foremost, let me say this: I I don't subscribe to polygamy, philandry, none of those names. <laughs> all that. I don't I don't know nothing about none of that shit. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this shit way back when. Mm-hmm. I just know my appetite, and my mm-hmm. appetite is not settled with one person. I've not met somebody yet in my life that completes me in full. Mm-hmm. I just have not. And to be quite honest, I don't know no man who have. I know mm-hmm. men who have settled, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they settle and they get a work wife. They get a wife at the golf course. They get a wife. They, <laughs> no man is ever fulfilled. We just settle, right? Uh-huh. That's a fact. In my mind, I have not traveled the world. My damn wife might be in Alaska in a damn cave catching a fish with her hand. <laughs> Never been there. We marry what's in our circumference. Most of us ain't never met, never left Tennessee and you mm. marry. Mm. Of course, when you go to Florida, you're going to cheat. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, me personally, I just feel like I don't believe in ownership. 
Like I don't, I don't own you. Mm, boy, you you hit, uh, you hit. That's that's all right there. I don't, I don't right believe there. in ownership. I don't own you. If you find happiness with Troy, go fucking be with Troy. If you feel you found happiness with Mr. Jackson, go be with Mr. Jackson. It's so many times I hear men say, "Shit, man, she bet I bet bet not be with nobody else." Bruh, she don't even want your ass, like. You know what I mean? Hey, I what's just, crazy I, I don't about you saying? I, what's crazy ahead. about you saying that? My daddy was a pimp, right? A real one, right? And he told me, uh, one thing he told me that stuck with me is that you'll never own no woman. You you'll never own nothing but your soul. You know what I'm saying? He said you never own a woman. You can't own a no woman. Just let them be. You never. And that's own. true. I heard you saying that. You will never own a woman. You will never own a person. And if you do want to own a person, then you agree with slavery. You would never own a person. I don't give a fuck what paperwork say. You don't own shit. You don't own her at all. Just experiencing her. At all. Just experiencing her. Listen, every woman I've ever dated in my entire existence, 37 years, and it's a great deal of women, I'm cool with every last one of them. I'm cool with every last one of them. I can call each and every one of them. Right before I got on here with you, my queens were sitting right here working on their computer, and I was talking on Zoom with my assistant, who is my ex. Like, I, you don't own no woman. And I think men, we fail because we try to put ourselves in a box that we don't want to be in. And we, mm. we try to live up to an unrealistic expectation that was put on us by something somebody wrote in a damn Bible. Like, no, that's not us. That's not our life. But we're trying to force ourselves to do it. Come on, man. I've never been with a woman and I just became blind. And my man stopped getting hard for other women. That shit never happens. Never. never. It's just so it's just so hard when you to, to make sure you take care of one. You talking about dealing with two with emotion, extra. Nah, see, that's on, that that's only because you don't apply the same. Well, I ain't gonna say you. No, it's all good. Because I'm, I'm assuming, because I'm assuming you saying that just to keep the conversation going. But if you apply the same thing that you use when you are giving a public speaking, you take the room, you cater to each person. You yeah. some people you look in the eye, some people you look away. You do things to grasp their attention. It's the same thing like any woman. Like any woman requires that same level of attention. I got two queens right now. Zia and I got Camille. Both of them, they require something different, right? Mm -hmm. But what I can't provide them, they can provide for each other. Period. Your girl got friends that provide them something that your ass can't provide them. Mm -hmm. The only difference between me and you is I say, go on, kiss her then. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> go on in. This dude, God. You can't, be, with, you can't be somebody's everything. Yeah. You said you can't what? Can't be somebody's everything. Hell no. The only difference between me and you is I say, well, go on and kiss her then. Go on, let her come. Tell her come spend the night. Hell, every time you get mad, you call her. Go on, bring her over and tell her cook some shit then. The <laughs> fuck? Tell her help you fold them clothes in the living room. That's the only difference. You see what I'm saying? Like I got a home, I got, I got a homeboy that told me uh, probably a couple months ago that him and his girl was arguing. I said, "Why y'all arguing?" She be thinking I be looking at girls' booty when we together. Nigga, you do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why not just say I do? 
She's not mad at you because you do it. She mad at you because you lying about it. Mm-hmm. Just look mm-hmm. at her and say, yes, I look hard. And even harder when I know you're not looking. <laughs> Me no, boy. Honestly, yeah, honestly, honestly ain't, ain't no bad. joke, though. No. It ain't. But you know what? I do agree with you for sure is that, look, I like when I tell my wife, I don't, she don't own me. I don't own her. She's a, and just like you can tell in your conversation, you're not a person that believe you, you believe that you just borrowing space. That's it. From, from the conversation that you don't mention about when it comes down to houses, you like, you sound like a person that, you know, I'm here, I'm borrowing space. I'm here for the moment. I'm doing what I need to do. And I do dope stuff every day. Yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. My, listen, my, my, my Queens, they know for a fact that I got them. They know any woman in my circumference know I got them. Whether it be my sister, my aunt, if me and you start hanging together and your wife become in a circle, can't nobody harm her, can't nobody do that. She's never gonna carry a bag, she never gonna open no door, she not gonna pay no tab. That's just how I operate. That's just who I am as a man. I'm a stand-up guy. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when I provide that from whomever, like right now, my I got two assistants. My other assistant told me a, a couple months ago, you can have five women if you want me. No, you just that good of a guy. I know. What do you mean? I know. <laughs> I absolutely know it. Like, I just, I, I don't, I don't. Are you married, Jackson? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I can relate to what you're saying. I might not be speaking much, but I can relate to everything you're saying. Like, I mean, real well. It just is not like, I mean, I look, I asked, I, I went to a party, it was a poker night. This guy told me he was married for 38 years. I said, damn. I said, so what's what's marriage like? He said, if I could describe it, he said, get your favorite song, put it on the iPod and delete all the other songs. <laughs> nigga, that's not the life mm. I want to live, my nigga. No mm. way. Yeah. Hell no. And then at the at the end of the day, I I is I don't even think marriage is something that I don't believe in it at the end of the day because the state and the government got to get involved when I'm signing that paper. Because it's a business. It's a business. I got to go. I'm going in business with who I'm, I'm wifing up. It's a business. It ain't about love no more. It ain't about love no more. It's a business. It's a business, man. And it's then a- like how you were saying, I'm sorry to cut you off. I, like how you were saying, I don't own nobody. I'm just experiencing you. When I put you on that paperwork, the government is involved in our in our situation. Man, that's too much. So, that's too much. That's a lot. So you so you mean to tell me I gotta go to court, get paperwork, pay a lawyer? I gotta go through all this just to break over your ass? <laughs> no, listen. I went to jail. I was in jail for six months. When I was in jail for six months, I ran. I started back talking to my ex from like a teenage years. I had $30,000 in the bank. I said, look, I'm going to send you $25,000. Go get us a house. She got us a house in Christiana, Tennessee. After being out of jail and being with her, we was on together a year. When we broke up, you know what I did? I gave her the house. Like, let's, I'm going to go go pick up another one. See what I'm saying? Like, I don't need no, I don't need no paperwork to tell me I need to do that. I don't yeah. need to do that. I don't need no paperwork to do that. You know how many TVs I done hung on walls? How many couches I done bought throughout my life? Man, you can have that. That's how I'm gonna tell. I'm a hustle. I'm gonna get it back. Period. And because of that, I'm never gonna be on the side of the road strand. I'm never gonna be hungry, ever. Cause I, my dad told me at a young age, always treat women with loyalty and respect because they're the most loyal creatures in the world. Your homeboy ain't gonna mm-hmm. never put no phone, no, no, no money on your books. 
They never go answer your phone call from jail. But guess who will? That woman that you always looked out for, the woman you always cared for. I'll I'm telling you. Like my favorite <laughs> quote, my, the favorite quote, the favorite quote that you're gonna always hear me say, I don't hang around no hard legs. I only want soft tails around me. That's period. Period. And it's Troy, I know you married, but it ain't nothing like being out and about and your girl go. I, I can relate to this guy right here, Troy. <laughs> I, I told you. I, I told you. I, I like this he guy. he be like, doing it. I think he be doing it on I, purpose, man. That's why I can't hang around him too much because I'm just you know, telling you, man. He's likable like that. See, that's why the women like him too, because the dude to be winning people over. He got to give the gab. He from nah, the freaking project. He's speaking man. my life. He's speaking <laughs> he my from life. the hood, not the project. He looks like it ain't Troy, it ain't nothing like it ain't nothing like going to a gas station. And you pumping gas and your girl get out the car and you like, what you for to do? What you need? And she like, no, 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 no. And she go see somebody walk across the parking lot going to pay for gas and she go talk to her. Cause she seen her from afar. You ain't even see the ass. She seen her. It ain't nothing, it ain't nothing like that. Well, it's the T pain and everything. You you do it all. I, I'm man. just saying. I'm saying look, I ain't gonna get too deep because I don't know what kind of show this is, but it, it ain't no, it ain't nothing like coming home. And getting a kiss from two women, and oh you smell goodness. each other on their mouth. It ain't nothing like that. It's nothing like that, bro. That's never. I'm never gonna change Trey, that. Trey will be like, yeah, yeah. It's I ain't like, never gonna. I'm never I gonna like change that. <laughs> and look, I ain't man, never gonna. Look, man, we'll be here all night, which we already are. So yeah, look, not, go ahead, Trey. Go ahead. Say at, so. the, at the end of the day, okay, we over here in America, and we done inherited it a white man's or whatever way of thinking, right? Over there, where they say we was created at, we wasn't living like, you know what I'm saying, married to one woman and all of that. They said we can have multiple wives. <laughs> Ain't that true? Hey, Stop disrespecting that man while he's sitting right here looking at uh, us, uh, man. Uh, I'm sorry, my brother. I'm, I'm not. I love Troy. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Stop doing <laughs> that man like that. We done inherited the white folks. Die. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. So, thinking. see, then you know, black. We got to have you black back because, you know, Trevor, I don't know about you, but he a full-fledged vegan, though. He, For he, real? Yeah, he's straight, yeah. straight vegan. He got a, a meal prep company and everything. Ah uh, yeah, he yeah yeah. My queens will love you, man. They've been having me eating vegan for six months, man. Hey, for six months, for six months, I, I, I don't want shit that got to do with garbanzo beans. I've been eating garbanzo beans for six months, man. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I didn't know garbanzo beans make so much shit. <laughs> before yeah, we yeah. go though, before we go, so we got this thing on the part of the show, you know, that's called Remember When. Remember When, basically, just okay. remember something that you that you know back in the past. And, man, you remember when we used to um, have those square pieces back in the day? You know, one of those things like that. So we, we're going to give you opportunity to tell us two things of what you remember when and see if we remember about that too. Like like one time we talked about, you remember high go seat? You got high go get it? I don't know yeah, if you played yeah. that back where you from. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 Stuff yeah, like yeah. that, like a, like, yeah. a, like I mentioned before about sliding down things. the cardboard, <clears throat> sliding down the hill with the cardboard in the snow. And, yeah, I, you know I, I, remember, I remember when... There was a candy lady in our neighborhood. Oh God, that's everybody, right? Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that last week. I remember when you go get a freeze cup, pixie stick, Andy cap fries. I remember. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 Flip that, flip that icy cup upside candy down. Don't get all the get the get all the juice and the sugar on the bottom of. We flip it upside down. That, mm -hmm. You gotta eat that part first. You exactly, know? exactly, exactly. <laughs> what you got, Trey? What you got, man? What I got for remember when? Now they don't do it no more. 
because I don't know what what's in the cars, but I remember when we all used to line our cars up in the hood, right? We had four mm. twelves or whatever. And we'll line up right to the little high school football games, everybody beating and stuff. Mm. Nowadays the boys don't do that. They don't get together and line oh, no. up. I, you know I, what I'm saying? The, the old schools. I remember when you used to pump your gas before you paid for it. What you mean? Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Put that little, and, and then drive off. I done and been there before. Drive off. <laughs> <laughs> I done been there before. I done been, <laughs> I been there before. I remember one time when I was over in uh, on the East Side Trail, it was a gas station right before you get on the interstate, you know, when you pass the fair. And it's a, it's yeah, a gas station. Yeah, but it's an interstate. I mean, it's a gas station right there. I guess I don't know if it's wild or not, but, man, I was hurting one day. I was hurting for some gas. I had to get on the interstate to get back over there to see Hill. Got that yeah. mud, boom, popped it up, drive off. I mean, dri- you know, popped it up, boom, get the gas, drive off real quick. Get about a dollar fifty. This when you, you know, you get your. Yeah, yeah, But now yeah, you yeah. get the gas for about $1.50 fifty now, too. Yeah. But, hey, but, you know, you might down. remember this, though. What about remember on Jefferson Street on Sunday? I don't know if you remember Jefferson Street on Sunday down by the park. Everybody mm-hmm. just load up on the street right there, just park in the middle of the street. Come on, man. Like I'm Trevor talking about banging music up down the street. I'm from Tennessee traffic. Village, man. Yeah. Yeah. Already. Yeah. See, we got- I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask y'all something that y'all might know about, and I was there for it. This is probably the only thing I remember about Cashville, because I used to be in Murfreesboro a lot of times. Do y'all remember Quanty Cash? Of course. All right. When he shot the <laughs> Loyalty and Respect movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, Cash, yeah. Matter of fact, uh, well, you he's, might know, uh, you know, Slick. You know, he he got a, the, the comedian Slick. Stuff. Yeah, Slick. Yeah, Slick he, he be yeah. on there with uh Quantic Cash, representing them all the time. So yeah, man, you know he uh Quantic Cash shoot film now, man. That's what he do. He shoot See, film full time now. But now, nah, man, uh, Cashville, man, we got some some good memories, man. It done changed a lot, man. But it was it was dope, man. It was dope. Yeah, Cashville was dope. Man, well, look, yeah, man, look. Dope. We're going to go ahead and break to close on the two brothers from Sea Hills, man, because Trevor about to fall asleep over there. Look, y'all, it's 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock on the East Coast. Man, y'all, man, is so. an hour behind, y'all is an hour behind me. What time is it? It's 3 o'clock, 3-something, man. Oh, and, cool. It's early. My boy Nino, he's still, he wide awake. He ain't even sleepy yet, so. Yeah, I'm trying to show you. I'm trying to show y'all this book, man. What's up? Well, look, we're going to end this out. You can show us the book real quick. But, look, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the two brothers from Sea Hills, man. Thank you to our guest, Nino Black. Being on here from Baco, right? Yeah, uh, Baco. Baco, sorry, Baco. Yeah. And tell us what Baco stands for again. Baco stands for Black Advancement and Community Outreach. Now, how can we? How can they find you on the social media, Nino? Man, they can't can't find me, man. I'm off the radar. You know, I don't do nothing for recognition and accolades, man. Yeah, I do it because it needs to be oh done. Oh my God! Okay, yeah, he, that's true. He's he's telling the truth though. Uh, <laughs> and I was gonna ask, I was gonna ask the brother for a link, but guess what? He is the link. He is the uh, link. Man, I don't got to give him person. I, I just do it, man. Just like Nike, I don't I don't need all the cameras, pictures, none of that. I just do it and get it done. There's a young William yeah. Wallace right there. Pastor Jackson, <laughs> thank you so much, Pastor Jackson, for sharing your wisdom with us. What you got to say before we head out? Hey, peace, love. Plenty of abundance. Get your money. Get yours. Stay positive. Keep your head up. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Make moves. Let's yeah, get there it. Don't get married. They two women at a time. Hey, y'all, we appreciate y'all. We holler, man. Yeah. Hey, here, dude. Come on, man. Come on. Hold on. She 
she need a player like me That's gon' beat it at the frame Man, the shot is off the chain She be stuntin', doin' her thing Don't affiliate with lanes All them niggas who play games Man, this chick, yeah, she bossy Or should I say she ballin', flossin' And if your game tight, then she talkin' If not, then she walkin' The type to have you lame stalkin' Cause she a dollar, not a dime Fine like Merle wine And I'm a go-getter So I didn't waste no time I spit them lines Like I was writing a platinum rhyme And all I wanted to do was make you smile And when you did You told me to stay for a while And it's over for them clowns After I lay it down I'm confessing, I cheated, but it ain't a secret. I'm trying to keep it. 